Should Washington be rooting for the L? Charles Leno misses his first NFL start. And who is playing at QB for the New York Jets? We've got you covered here on your 22 December Daily Commanders update. Let's go. Greetings and salutations and welcome to Ref the District's Daily Commanders Update for 22 December. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner here for Ref the District on the Believe Network. And we are proudly sponsored by Bet Online. College football playoffs right around the corner. You've got NFL action, NBA action, and you have all your sports wagering info right there for Bet Online. You can get up to date wagering news and information, odds, everything right there. Head over to Bet Online. Use the code Believe B L E A V to get a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And of course, we encourage you to bet responsibly. Stoner here, uh, not doing such a good job. I think 24 losses in a row, and it's only going to get worse as Washington is one of yours. You took the over on six and a half wins. Washington needs to win out. And there is a good possibility, Stoner, that they win this game against the Jets. This is kind of like the tankathon game here Mm. as both teams right there a pick i think four and five currently so this could determine who sticks around that top five pick range and puts themselves into a position to take one of the elite talents right there at the top we'll we are not pro tanking a lot of people though are and they they want washington to set themselves up for a better future with a higher draft pick and somebody who's not big on tanking is pft commenter he's got his own show out there great funny guy uh jp finley talked with him about the commanders and the jets and draft positioning being on the line and pft commenter says i get 17 weekends a year where i get to cheer for my team so i'm going to cheer for my team yep i do think about burrow losing to miami Uh, The reference there was, of course, 2020 draft. Washington was picking two instead of one and lost out on the Joe Burrow sweepstakes and ended up taking Chase Young there Mm -hmm. with the second pick. Of course, a lot of people also point out that they could have taken Tua or Justin Herbert. And, you know, there's a lot of aspects. Why, you know, in this tankathon battle here, because Mm -hmm. both teams are awful. Both teams are looking to possibly lose this game through either personnel decisions or coaching decisions. Why can't we root for the L? Well, I think PFT commenter had it, had it perfectly. And I've been saying this for years in the NFL, you get 17 weeks a year to root for your team. It's different in the other sports when baseball, you got 162 times that. So you lose a game here and there. It's not as big a deal. Even in NBA and NHL, you got 82 games a year. 17 is all you get, and every single one of those games is a war, and you don't want to sit there and hope your team loses. I get the big picture. I understand the other side, Nathan, where people want to say you get leverage with a higher draft pick, you get a better choice of personnel with a draft pick, but 2020 is a perfect example. When they beat Miami in 2019 and ended up losing out on that first pick in the draft, which ended up being Joe Burrow, Number one, revisionist history, the mandate for Ron Rivera, 
was fix Dwayne Haskins. Yep. Period. Dwayne Haskins is your guy. You don't get to draft a quarterback. So he couldn't, even if he wanted to, if Ron Rivera wanted to. And then, like you said, and I've been kind of crowing about for weeks and weeks and months, look what happens after that number two pick. Mm-hmm. Tua was there. Justin Herbert was there. And you had the opportunity, even if you were taking a quarterback and couldn't get Joe Burrow, you still have Hall of Famers, not yet, but you have all pros, top 10 quarterbacks in the league who are going to be there. Whether this year's team finishes fourth, fifth, ninth, whatever it's going to be, there's going to be a player there available that will be a 10-year All-Pro. They just have to figure out who that is. That's why you have to let it play out. People are saying if Washington wins, they could fall all the way to ninth in the draft, Nathan. They -hmm. could. If all of those other teams lose again Mm -hmm. or win again, they could go all the way. You're right, lose. Yeah, they could go all the way to ninth, right? But all those teams could very well win the game, and they could stay right there at fourth if Washington wins. You can't kind of try and and play God or whatever and try and figure out who's going to go where and when you should win and when you should lose. Do what you can to win every single week, and in the end, figure it out. And if you don't have the number two pick or the number one pick, you figure out if your guy is going to be there, you trade, you trade up, you do what the, what the, you do have um, an extra second and an extra third in this draft. Right. Right. Use that ammunition. When they, in the RG three draft of 2012, what did they have? The sixth Sixth. pick of that year. Mm -hmm. And they traded a whole bunch of dudes to go up and get their guy at two. It's just really that simple. And look at what the Rams did, by the way, with those picks. Nada. A bunch of a bunch of garbage, it turns out, because they didn't have the right personnel guy to make the picks. It yeah. doesn't matter where you draft. It matters who is making the selection and who they pick. Yeah, the right player matters. And, and of course, we, we talked a little bit about Ben Johnson on yesterday's Daily Commanders update. And a lot of people are like, don't focus on the coach, focus on the GM. And, I, and, and that is sure. important. The, the, they are very much lesser known names than the head coaches. The head coach, though, will determine what happens on the field, but they need the right personnel, like you said, personnel mm-hmm. decision makers and there. And so we'll talk more about the GM as we get into the offseason and that kind of stuff. As far as the tanking is concerned, there, it's interesting to me because there's such a hyper focus towards the end of the season. People will point to that Miami game and how they won that game, but they won't look at er, early on in the season, sure. right? Did did Washington is Washington if they win against the Jets this weekend any less of a buffoonery than winning against Arizona or Denver at the beginning of the season? All of those wins play a part. It's just we tend to get hyper focused at the end. Because now both the Jets and Washington are outside of the playoff race. They've both been eliminated. And so now you have nothing to play for besides getting that draft pick. So people hyper-focus on it. I just don't see how it matters that it's this late in the season compared to earlier. You're right. Cheer on the team. And, And we hope that they do well. Because honestly, these last few weeks, they've been stinky. Right. And they've been awful. How fun was that? And it's just not fun. We want to yeah. see them be competitive. How, look at when Jacoby Brissett came in mm-hmm. against the Rams and they often started moving and how exciting that was. And it was just like, hey, look at that. This, you know, Terry McLaurin gets his first 100-yard game of the season. 
I want to have that excitement. I am going to be here on Christmas Eve watching the game and want to make sure I go into the family Christmas Eve party, being able to lord it over the Cowboys fans (laughs) there that Mm -hmm. my team won. And it's going to be a better team in the future because there's so much promise with the next GM, the next Mm -hmm. head coach and a new owner. There's lots of things I think to be excited about. So, and, and the also game, Nathan, the right choices. A hundred percent. I agree. 100% with you. And if you think about also to last year, let's just go back to last year when they were out of the playoffs week 18 game 17 against the Cowboys, Sam Howell start. And they won that game. They could have had, I believe the 13th pick had they lost, mm-hmm. they would have had the 13th pick in the draft. Could they still have gotten Emmanuel Forbes at 13? Yes. Of course, obviously, he was available at 13 because he was at 16 when you grabbed him. But there again, there are other players that were picked after Emmanuel Forbes that you could have drafted. Christian Christian Gonzalez Gonzalez. was right there. He was 17. He was picked after. Joey Porter Jr. was picked first pick of the second round. These guys were all available. Again, it was not that you had to have a guy at 13 that got selected. There wasn't anybody that you were trying to get at 13 that was selected. Your guys were still there. And so were guys that were better than your guy. Sure. And you just have to make the right choice. So worry about all of that in the end, in the off season, when it's all played out, don't try and be the guy who decides who's going to win, who's going to lose and who's going to pick. Because again, they could actually lose this game and they'd still be at four. They may not move up. Sure. And then they could win the next game. But again, the last, the one last year against the Cowboys, they won the game. You felt good. Sam Howell looked pretty good. You went into the offseason feeling good. That has no bearing on what 2023 brought in the regular season, but it just brought a sense of of hope and renewal Promise, yeah. and pro- all of that good stuff that you yeah, went if into. Sam Howell stinks it up these last three games, or are we off really that excited? Yeah, the, no one's going to yeah. be happy about yeah. that. So yeah, we yeah. got to we got to cheer on a W. Got to cheer on good play. I know a lot of people are kind of in that in between where they're just like they want to see their team perform well, but still and then lose get the get the L. And I still can't do that. I just want them to do well. I want them to win, and of course, pick the right guy. We're talking about the draft here about how you just got to get your guy. Look at Detroit's draft this year. A lot of mm-hmm. people thought they were nuts. And, you know, Jameer Gibbs that early and how it's just like that positional value is not there. That's the guy they wanted. He's performed well for Detroit, and they've actually made several smart decisions. Laporta is an absolute monster. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't fault them for taking the guys that they want. They they, they knew were going to fit their system where yep. it was. If Emmanuel Forbes panned out, to be the pick that everyone in the front office wanted. If he's had like five picks and all this, which is what they dreamed of when they drafted him, mm-hmm. no one would be calling him a bust this early. No one would be mad that they drafted him at 16 because right. none of that matters when you perform on the field. Quan Martin, similarly in the second, a lot of people are like, maybe that was a reach and then he's performing bad. And they're like, yeah, this is why you don't take him in the second. He's a fourth round guy. He's looking like he might be a legitimate pick for Washington. We'll have to see what he does next season with a new defensive coordinator and everything like that. But you also have seventh rounders. You have people all over the board. Sam Howell's a fifth rounder. If you think he is the guy, it doesn't matter that he was drafted in the fifth round. You got 
uh, coming up here. We got Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Mm-hmm. You can find gyms anywhere in anywhere. the draft. Yep. Now, that being said, it is a tankathon battle, and both teams might be set out to lose here, especially mm. with news coming out of New York that Trevor Simeon is going to be the starting quarterback for the Jets. Of course, Aaron Rodgers is not back from that Achilles injury. You have Zach Wilson, who's out with a concussion, possibly mm-hmm. something else. So it falls Trevor Simeon here for the Jets. What do you think of facing Trevor Simeon? This is a defense that gave up three touchdowns to Tommy Cutlet. All right. That's right. So what what can Trevor Simeon do against this defense? Yeah, Trevor, Trevor Simeon is a legit backup type quarterback who can come in and win you a game here and there. I actually think he's probably at this point a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. He's not, he doesn't have the talent Zach Wilson has, but he runs an offense a lot better. So I'm actually a little bit disappointed. I wanted to see Zach Wilson go out there and go four for his first 15 with a turnover <laughs> and all, you know, all of that. Trevor Simeon is a competent backup quarterback. So I think that's good for the Jets, bad for the commanders. But either, like you said, either way, it doesn't matter. We faced bad quarterbacks, we faced good quarterbacks, and Every one of them puts up big numbers against Washington. So I, I kind of expect the same, not big numbers, but competent numbers from Simeon. But I, I wish we were facing Zach Wilson. I'd rather well, see him. I, I don't know that he really impacts the Jets offense that much. The Jets coming into this game with the 32nd ranked mm-hmm. offense, just the the not the immovable object whatever the opposite of that is (laughs) going the uh not an unstoppable force at all the stoppable force is what it is that's what we're trying against the movable object against the movable object is the defense for the washington commanders ranked 32nd Mm. so you got the matchup of the worst it's the worst matchup possible here and it's possible it's it's just gonna be an ugly game it's either gonna be one of those low scoring or everybody's gonna find out a way to score yeah on each other as they you know push through maybe we'll see a benching here or there of a player mm. like we've saw you know like i said if either team are trying to tank it's gonna come from personnel decisions it's gonna come from how you see things you know as the game progresses clock management all that is going to be in play and Washington's personnel side of it game status update here from Zach Selby the Charles Leno to miss his first game wow. as a starter Tyler Larson been ruled out Nick Gates and Cornelius Lucas are going to be taking their place there Brian Robinson also not playing and Jonathan Williams didn't get a uh, update he's in concussion protocol but he's on the practice squad so he doesn't need a game status what do you make of the shift here on the offensive line with Lucas and Gates coming in for Leno and Larson, respectively? Well, I mean, uh, Lucas is a legitimate he, – he's another one of those guys. He There's not a lot of drop-off between him and Charles Leno. Now, Charles Leno, that that is surprising. As you said, it's not just his first start that he's missing with the commanders. It's the first start of his career that he's missed in 10 10- – seasons in the nfl which is remarkable for an off for anybody especially Mm -hmm. an offensive lineman um and then um nick gates coming back in center that's not good we saw what he was doing at the beginning of the year before he was benched not good that that he's playing but um james smith williams also uh will play 
that's a good thing that he's back there in, at defensive end. And then Percy Butler, I think, also is a questionable. I think he's he's just sick at the moment. So, um, I mean, this it's that time of year where you're going to see a lot of these injuries and all that. But with the offensive line, you're going to basically have uh, two to three backups that are in the game, and that's that's a little bit concerning when you've got a quarterback who could get back on track for that sack record. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Nick Gates obviously benched for his horrific play, mm-hmm. and we see Tyler Larson come in. Now, statistically speaking, there wasn't that big of a change between the two. Uh, there was probably a little bit more of a feel as when Larson came in, the offense did start to improve. But, of course, as time went on, the offense regressed there with mm-hmm. Larson under center. So it'll be interesting to see how Nick Gates performs there in the center because we have seen some horrific center play from Nick Gates. You mentioned Lucas. He's been a solid player to have as a swing tackle in the NFL. The drop-off from Leno to Lucas is not as significant as something like going from Williams uh, to to Leno, right? Like yeah. it's not – you're not losing a whole lot there. You're probably losing a little bit of consistency, but Lucas should hold his own. You mentioned James Smith Williams being in, and that's something Washington will be. It'll be interesting to see where they play him because James Smith Williams been around. He's been up and down and all over. Will Will Ron Rivera, who's calling the defense there? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I know he's kind of passed off some of the duties there, but will he? opt to keep the rookies because we've been seeing a lot of Jones and we've been seeing a lot of KJ Henry out there at edge. Will mm-hmm. we start to see them more rather than James Smith Williams and two Hill? Probably not. You'll probably see the same sort of rotation that you had when it was chase and Montez and Smith Williams and two Hill. And you, you'll probably see Smith Williams and two Hill get the majority of the snaps where Jones and KJ Henry will get in there. The, it's not like those two rookies have popped and that all of a sudden they're, you know, you want to see what they can do week after week. Uh, They're just Jags. So I I don't think it's going to matter. Maybe that's the better point. It doesn't matter who any of the four are. They're going to be out there. They're not going to make game changing plays. Big dent. Sure. Yeah. Big dent. That's good. Good way. Who knows? Uh, Washington uh, just a few weeks ago against the giants against Tommy DeVito whole bunch of sacks maybe that's going to happen there again in the meadowlands the game is being played on christmas eve there'll be no play-by-play from us here and since we won't be on there let's do our christmas wish list right now stoner Mm. what's on your washington commander's christmas wish list very simple nathan a dub that's all i want that's all i want for christmas is my commanders to win my commanders (laughs) to win my commanders to win that's all i want for christmas you heard it here, Santa. You got to get us a W here. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner here on Ref the District and the Believe Network. We are presented by Bet Online. And until next time, all I want for Christmas is a Commander's W. Be a fan. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.